Welcome, everyone, to episode 457 of the Thosic Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, I had fully intended on looking up to see if we did an Assassin's Creed episode. I don't know if we did. And if we did no. it, okay. I was going to say, because if we did, I know Will was the one who who covered it because he's the only one that played it up until about two weeks ago. That's right? not true. If, if Corey might Corey, talk Corey about played it briefly. It. Yeah. Okay, you played it before? Oh, I played about six hours before. Yeah, that's right. We got it for free. For the Stadia trial. Yep. Okay, I yep. played about an hour of that, so. Yeah, I, at first I played just enough to qualify for the free version of the game. Yeah. Uh, and then I played it a little bit after for a handful of hours. Okay. Uh, but we figured it was time to give it its due. We've all been playing it. I know I've played a buttload. I'm, I'm fairly addicted to it at this point. Eric's been playing and enjoying it. Corey's been playing and enjoying it. And Will has been telling us to play it for a couple years now. So uh, it's time to give it its due, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? So, well, no. I've been playing that in Fortnite. I don't know how much more Fortnite you want to hear about. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will say we want to hear Corey's thoughts on the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Boy, is this, this is a yin and yang episode, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> don't spoil it, Corey. <laughs> well, I think me and Will kind of alluded to Corey's thoughts, but we wanted him to be to to come on and 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 give his actual thoughts in his I own words. Tito, That's a first. Tito was heartbroken, Corey, when uh... <laughs> he was heartbroken. Yeah, because we alluded to what you thought of it, and he was like, "No." <laughs> well, uh, I don't hate it, so let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, but... he yeah. loathes it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So as it, you know, this game's a couple years old at this point, and it's it, it's had a bit of a resurgence since uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was announced, and everyone's excited about that. So a lot of people are actually playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. Uh, Eric, I want to get your thoughts first. What uh, what drew you into Assassin's Creed Odyssey? The last one you played is Black Flag, right? Did you play any of Origins? What or... was in between there? Uh, Syndicate Origins. Yeah, I Unity. played all of them. Did you? Unity. Unity. I did. I have played all of them in between there, and I, I liked all of them, actually. I okay. just, you know me, I don't stick with anything. Right, so. they, they kind of fall um, off. Yeah, but I did I did enjoy all of them. Um, but yeah, like Dan said earlier on, Will has been on us to, to play this game for, I don't even know how long now, and I've had it but for free. 2018 Thummies is when I made the hard pitch to everybody. Yeah, so two years, year and a half ago. Um, geez, what drew me in? You know, I, I would say it's it's not, honestly, my favorite setting for Assassin's Creed games. I'm not as into the Greek stuff as I think you guys probably are. I still like Black Flag, Black Flag as far as uh, setting goes. Um, but I think what has drawn me into it is the gameplay is really good. It still has some of those elements from Black Flag, like the... Uh, the ships with the crew that sings that I really enjoyed. Uh Um, And I, I've really enjoyed the characters quite a bit. Uh, The story's cool. Like the, the whole Cyclops uh, storyline at the beginning, you know, I was excited to go see what was going on with Cyclops and um, finding different ways to uh, attack the villages, um, unlocking different things in the skill tree. 
And I, one thing that is is pretty cool about this game is it gives you the option to have like exploration mode mm-hmm. or have more guided quests, which I think has been really cool because I've been doing the um, the guided stuff. Or no, I'm sorry, the ex- exploration mode like you guys were doing too. And uh, I found that to be pretty enjoyable because it's easy to get sidetracked on on other things. Um, but it does. It's not like overwhelming. Yeah. You know, there's not like you know, 20 things that pop up. A good comparison is um, Far Cry. The one with the church. Was it Far Cry 5? Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Didn't it feel like any time you were exploring in there, like you were getting attacked by something constantly or like it, it was just almost annoying to go and explore? Yeah. I stopped playing the game because it was such a chore to explore because something was happening every single moment when you were playing that game. Right. And I don't feel like that's the case in here. I feel like it's kind of spaced out well enough where you can still explore and have a good time um, and find treasures or caves or whatever the case is, but it's not like completely sidetracking you from what you're actually going to do. Um, so I've enjoyed that part of it, but I, I, and I should say, I do really like the world. I, it's not that I don't, it's just not my favorite setting, um, but it's beautiful, you know? And like I said, the characters are really good and it just handles really well. Yeah, it still has some of the trademark Assassin's Creed jank, but I feel like it plays a lot better, especially combat wise than than previous hunters. I didn't play Origins, uh, so I can't. I know that's pretty similar, right? Well, that's a little, that's a lot more RPG ish than the previous entries. Yeah, Origins and Odyssey are like the two of the new Formula games. Okay. So, and Origins was the first one in this kind of. Uh, mythological kind of because they've all gone a more mythological route as opposed to a right. more historical. I, I, I kind of don't want to say historical because Assassin's Creed at its root isn't very realistic. It's just like the cultures that they're going for now are very mythology based because yeah. like Egyptians, Greeks, uh, Norse mythology is like so prevalent with those cultures, obviously, and like yeah. that's the route that these new games are going. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right, Corey, let's hear, let's hear your thoughts next. Well, um, all right. So I remember back when we did our, our thummy awards, I said to Will at one point, if I had played a little bit more of this game, I'm confident it would have been on in many more of my awards categories. Um, I'll say this and I want to be careful when I say it because I, I know how it can be interpreted, but for me, it is about as perfect of a video game I think I'll ever get. Um, there are so many things I love about that game, and there's almost almost nothing annoying about it. You know, there's nothing to turn me off from it. Um, and one thing, one thing I was thinking about while I was kind of preparing my thoughts was, well, it could be an almost perfect game, but does it have that X factor? Does it have anything intangible? And I started kind of racking my brain a little bit and uh what i came up with is i think it does um and one of the things i really like is how you can have the philosophical conversations with people will probably knows more what i'm talking about than anybody else because i think it happens a little bit later in the game with a particular character yeah yeah with certain characters and you know that time period was very philosophical and a lot of famous philosophers came out of that period and you can have some meaningful dialogue with people that really it just kind of gets you to think it doesn't really have anything to do with the game i mean loosely it's tied into the themes of the game but um you can just kind of chat with these people and have some have some uh opinions 
based on what they're saying and they'll reply back. And that was fun for me. Um, I just, there's, I don't know like where to begin. I could, honestly, I could talk about this game for hours, but for me, the, the beauty of it is one thing. It's not a setting I have been familiar with. Um, it is a unique setting. The Ionian islands, is that the right geographic term for Ionian peninsula? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's beautiful and, and you're reminded of that every time you have to go and synchronize yourself. Um, yeah, for, for example, like some of the like vistas on top of the mountains, which like show valleys, like with just wooded valleys and like the ocean right there, like isn't it unbelievable? Some of those locations. Yep, yep. So that's one of the things I love about video games is ex- being able to explore. And normally, I'm pretty happy with a beautiful vista being reward enough. But I found myself like the first couple times I was climbing tall hills. I'm like, yeah, the view is nice, but it would it would be nice if uh, they just put a little something up there for you. And then I realized that they do at the top of pretty much every vista. There's some really good uh, resources for your crafting. So not only do you are you rewarded with a nice view, um, which is enough on its own. You get that added bonus of equipment, uh, uh, crafting materials for equipment. So that's a nice little perk. It's 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 just everything about the game. It's so polished. You could tell the people that made it really loved it and cared for it. And it's little touches like just being able to let your horse go on autopilot so you can just look around. That's it's a small thing, but to me like nobody wants to spend the time steering their horse around trees and people and you could just mount your horse, push a couple buttons and then it takes you right to your your target. Uh, and the whole way, you can just admire the beauty. And if something catches your interest, you can stop and ride to it or hop off your horse. Or um, Especially since in a, lot, in a lot of cases, horse mechanics are not all that well done, and they're kind of a pain and tricky. Yeah. 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 I mean, top to bottom, there's really nothing I don't like about the game. And it does a lot of things that I've been complaining about in games for a long time. It does them well, like uh, character progression every power you unlock makes you feel like a badass. And that's the way it should be. You shouldn't be unlocking powers that give you plus 10% to attack. Like, that's so boring and meaningless, really. Nobody cares about that. That happens with a level up. You know, it's it's the cool abilities that make your character unique to you and feel special and feel fun. Uh, and you can follow the fun in that respect. I spec my guy out to be an assassin, so most of my points went into the assassin tree. I can kill almost everybody in one hit. Some of the higher level guys are like a hit and then one more hit and then they're dead. Um, so my guy's really badass or my gal, I should say I have, I chose Cassandra, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll stop talking here, but honestly I could, I could go on and on and on about how much I love this game. Um, a couple minor complaints, I guess would be uh, it's a little, I don't want to use the word thin because that's not the right word, but it's there's a little too much filler. Um, but that's easy to avoid if you just follow what you're interested in. Then it never feels like filler. And that's also how I've been playing this game, which I normally don't play games like that. I've, I'm usually a completionist. I like to feel like I've seen everything. I've heard everything. I've experienced everything. Uh, but that's not what I'm doing in this game. I'm, I'm literally just following what sounds interesting to me and having a great time. Um I had another minor complaint, and now I can't remember it, but if if somebody else wants to talk for a little bit, I'm sure I'll think of it. Yeah, I'll piggyback off the complaints, because like you, I only have a couple minor minor nitpicks with with the game, and the first one is the one one you talked about, Corey, is is the not being able to assassinate things with one hit. 
Uh, that's that's frustrating. Like it's only a minor inconvenience. It's a little bit frustrating. Uh, like I understand if something is considerably higher level than you that you can't kill them in one hit, but something's your level or maybe one or two levels above you. That's that's kind of annoying. Um, I I've since learned to pay more attention when I'm you know with the the health bar when you sneak up to to look and see before I before I get stabbing if if it's going to kill them one hit and if, or if I need to hit them again afterwards. So. I've gotten a little more careful with that. It really more annoyed me at the beginning when probably the last Assassin's Creed I played would have been Syndicate, and there obviously there was nothing like that in there. It was it was one hit, one kill for for assassinations. So, um, yeah, that's that's a minor nitpick. <laughs> I I don't know about you guys, but probably not. But uh, whenever I, I I pretty much don't use the bow at all, and when I do use the bow on the rare occasion that I use the bow. I try to aim like Breath of the Wild with the motion controls. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. it, I, every single time I do it and every single time I'm like, oh, idiot, like this, it doesn't control like that. But I wish it did. That would be so nice if I could aim I the, bow. the bow quite a bit. actually. I can't I can't aim with the bow because I because I just can't. I just can't. And There's I just, a skill that helps you snap on mm. targets. I think I still there can't. Yes. I, I still I have that and I still I just I can't. I don't know. Like, I just can't. I once I lost my aiming with the controller, I I can't. Other than Breath of the Wild, where you use the the motion controls. I'm hearing so. a lot of I can't here, Dan. There is, uh, yeah, no, it's that's a personal <laughs> thing, definitely. Um, so I pretty Dan's much trying to blame the equipment, not the player. <laughs> no, I fully fully blame the player. Um, no, I just I I I wish that it did the motion controls. I don't know if it does on PlayStation because I know the it PlayStation does. it does. Okay, the PlayStation is capable of motion controls and yeah. Um, so it, that that would be a nice nice feature to have. Wrong console, Dan. I know. Yeah. Well, if it, it was together. on Switch, if it was on Switch, it's ridiculous that you don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> hey, we all got rid of our PlayStation. Well, you got rid of yours too, didn't you? Did. Uh, I did, and then I promptly bought another, <laughs> bought another one. Of us got rid of them, and two of us repurchased, and I was damn close to. I never had one, to be fair. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yes, you did. No, did I, I, I did not. You borrowed somebody's. You borrowed mine, I think. Mm. Yeah, oh. briefly. I thought you yeah. got one at launch. Why did I think no. that? I had a PlayStation 3 at the end of its life cycle, which turns out was the right time to get that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, those, those are those are the only really minor frustrations. Um, like you, Corey, like... I'm constantly in awe of how good the game looks, the vistas, the how well crafted all the different areas are. Like you go to a different island and it's like something completely different. And mm-hmm. there's tons of like uh, today I've just been exploring like I, that's what I've been doing, uh, exploring and killing the cultists. That's also a blast. Um, I, I actually are like my favorite thing in that game. Yeah, well, I, I'm actually going to ask you for a tip in a second, but I explored yeah. the pirate islands today, which is probably my favorite place that I've been to so far. Um, it's just like a, like if you were to envision a beautiful, like uh mountainside village in a, in a tropical location, like that's what it is. You know, there's bright flowers, and, but, but there's three islands too. There's, there's one, like one main Island, one little tiny Island with some random stuff. And then another, like uh slightly rundown Island. It just, it was just so cool to like explore that. And that, you know, I, I did the, the, the war for it, uh, which ended up being a sea battle, which was cool. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it was it was awesome. But well, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So I'm I'm supposed to be taking down the eyes of the Cosmos cult. 
the only, I like I'm having trouble finding it says I need to track down clues in Atika. I'm having trouble tracking down some of the clues and just any yeah, pointers. It's a certain quest line you need to do. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I have I had that same issue. I know okay. exactly which one you're talking about. Yep. Is is it a main quest that you have to do or is it just a side, side quest. quest? Oh, so it's you have to find a specific side one. Quest. Okay. You All can right. also go to that quarry and just find the cultist find i don't think cult. you can i think you need the you need yeah because i went to the quarry i thought you could loot a clue from there but i could be i could be off because there's some cultists that you'll just like kill randomly and then you'll be like oh my god that was a cultist yeah right and then like it'll count for credit and you can have nothing on it and just be like it'll be like oh yeah you found the person from like finding a needle in the haystack there so. yeah yeah, I'm stuck on that one because I want to try to follow the because I've I've killed a few others in the other branches, uh, but because it's asking me specifically to to kill the the eyes branch of the of the cult, I've been I've been, yeah that's I'm stuck on that point. Well, that one because Corey and I both spec our characters as assassins. I don't know yeah, how yep. the other two of you are specking. So like that is the best assassin like legendary gear or well, not the best legendary gear but like that's a really good set for uh assassin gear so like you can get that and just keep upgrading it and using that it looks really cool so um that's one that i always usually go to because it gives you some pretty cool bonuses when you have all of it so okay that's good to know all right the game the game is also super balanced i don't know if you guys have felt that way but i just think the way everything scales works really well um i love how enemies will level up with you you know they're not necessarily harder if, if a wolf on the first island is the same level as you when you're like level 30 it's still easy to kill even though it's level 30 um but it just makes it feel it doesn't feel trivial when you're doing it and you're still awarded experience and stuff like that so it's just little touches like that that i love in the game and dan mentioned or will mentioned upgrading your your equipment and stuff like the way that all scales is done really well but you kind of have to make some decisions you know do i spend these materials to upgrade this equipment or is my ship more important i can get better equipment i can't get a better ship i gotta upgrade the ship so you're kind of making that value proposition as you play yeah 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 i don't know (laughs) go ahead Corey. i i wanted to bring this up too did you or did you not say it might sneak into your top Five? I don't know about top five. Definitely top ten. Okay. Uh, I mean it when I say I, I this. I don't know that we'll ever have a game as close to perfect for what I'm looking for in a game uh, as we get with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, for me, it's got everything. It's got, I mean, it's action adventure game. So I like the adventure as- aspect of it, but it has the RPG elements which I need to really enjoy an action mm-hmm. adventure game. Uh, it has there's some history packed into there. Uh, there's, I mean, the, the, the ship battles, the pirates, the, just everything about it. I, I absolutely love it. He even has a little bit of fantasy with the mythology that ties into it. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything there for people that aren't familiar with that, but I mean, even that little touch there is, is something I really love about games. You know, you're playing a video game. You want it to be fantastical. Uh Yeah. Yeah. uh, Athens at night. It's just, mm. (laughs) Oh. Wait till you get to Sparta. I don't know if I've been to Sparta. It was just in Thebes. Oh. Yeah. That, 
I oh, there's I have so much that I can say about this game. Like yeah, I, just... I've. I have not yet been to Sparta. I, I have been to Athens. I explored most of Attica. Like I said, I'm I'm spending most of my time just un- exploring places, unlocking, and doing random side stuff. And yeah, I'm I'm having I'm going to end up spending like 150 hours on this game. I can oh I can yeah, see it's... I can see it now. Unless something else comes out to take my attention, like this is going to be my game until probably Cyberpunk. You know. Next. Now... I have to get your guys' opinion on this because I've been defending this game for a long time now. How do you feel about the people who kind of speak ill of this game for it not being a real Assassin's Creed game and wanting it to go back to the old formula? Why would anybody want worse controls? Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah, I'd really, yeah. I'd like to know what they really like about the old games that they're, so, they feel like is missing. I can run through a lot of the stuff because I've been doing a lot. I do a lot of research on this because we're all playing it. I've been really back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, like, one thing that they don't like is the the realism in the older games versus the less realism in this game. And to that, I kind of say Assassin's Creed has never really been realistic. I mean. The leap of faith, which is what the game is based around, is not realistic. You're jumping off of skyscrapers into two feet of hay. Like, that's not real. Ancient Isu technology isn't a real thing. Like, the end of Assassin's Creed Unity, which I beat this, like, past week. The guy that... Thank you, thank you. And I like Unity a lot, but the final boss had a sword which casted lightning to try to kill you. That's not realistic. And then people bash Odyssey for not being realistic. I don't get the, like, I think if you're playing a video game, you got to be willing to meet it halfway with some of the unrealistic aspects of it. We're playing a video game, for God's sakes. Like, it's not supposed to be full-on realistic. And, like, people say Assassin's Creed 2 is the perfect game, but haven't played that recently. That plays like garbage compared to the newer games. Like, it's not even close. So you have to have the willing suspension of disbelief. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I, <laughs> I think you always kind of have to meet a game halfway at a certain point for it to be, because nobody wants to play, I mean, Assassins in general, Assassins and Templars aren't real, like, they just aren't. It's, How dare you? Tem- Templars are, are no, and were real. You don't know that to be true. So, okay, yeah, I wasn't around technically, so, I mean, right, that, right then <laughs> Good answer, there, Will. like, we're, <laughs> we're meeting a fictional story halfway by this yeah. being a real thing. And, like, the Assassins and Templars are present in this game. Like, the game takes place before all of it, like, take place in the lore, like, when Assassins and Templars were real. But the Cult of Cosmos functions like the Templars, and Cassandra or Alexios function as the Assassin. Yeah. You know, like, it still follows lore. So I don't really understand the whole people take going out of their way to say this is a terrible game because it's just not it's different like nobody wants to keep the reason why assassin's creed took a break was because people hated the games said they weren't good anymore um they weren't improving yeah they weren't improving none of them were i like syndicate but i'm willing to say like you know the games were pretty stagnant at that point like unity bombed i think unity is a better game than it got credit syndicate also bombed so they took time off and then came back with Origins, and that game's world-renowned for being one of the better Assassin's Creed games. And Odyssey came out, and I think just improved on everything and added ship combat that we loved in Black Flag. So yeah. it's like I think I think it's literally the perfect Assassin's Creed game. Well, I just think back to some of the things that I hated about the older games. One of them being the follow missions, where you had to follow and listen to a conversation. 
You couldn't not get to, you. I, there, it's not there, which I, I love because that was what made me rage quit Assassin's Creed three. Mm-hmm. Um, also holding down the parry button and then just countering. You just combat that was that awesome. that was combat. Yeah. You held down parry and parried until you could counter and kill the enemies. It was yeah. the worst, most boring thing you could possibly imagine. And, you know, yeah. any like now I actually I'm like concerned when I get into a fight. Like if I you get three guys hitting you. You're, you could be in some trouble if you're if you're not careful. You know, you have to Especially like, if you're spec like an assassin. Yes, which I am. You have to you've got to be careful or you have to be really good at the combat. So can I can I use this as an opportunity to gush a little bit more about the game? Yeah, this go ahead. specific yeah. point. So crowd control, right, is something you struggle with as an assassin. But as you yeah. level up, there's some really freaking cool things that happen. And I don't think it's it's not much of a spoiler to talk about abilities, is it? No, no, no. Um, some of the higher level things that can happen is Ic- Icaros. Is that the name of the eagle? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you get attacked by more than one person, the eagle will distract, will swoop down and distract one of the guys. Oh, really that's cool. cool. And yeah. you can also, I unlocked, I think this is in the hunter tree, but I unlocked it because I had some extra points that I couldn't put in the assassin's tree at the moment, but I unlocked the tame animal all the way. So I'm taming bears that travel with me and the bears <laughs> pick up some of the slack. It's so cool. That's it's awesome. it's just awesome, and I just want to go back and talk about the eagle again. Um, how much fun is it to scout out a compound with the eagle, determine yeah. your path, because you're an assassin, Amazing. like you can't go in guns blazing. It's such a smart way to make you feel like you're being strategic as an assassin. Mm-hmm. In every other game I've played with similar mechanics, I never think about what I'm going to do. I just run in and try and kill some guys and run away and rinse repeat. But in this game, like, it's actually fun to fly the eagle around, see what's going on, make sure you tag all the enemies so you can see them, um, make sure you can find the, the objectives within the compound you're trying to, to sack. Um, and then once you, once you have all that stuff scouted out, you can go in and be very efficient. It's, it's, it's so much fun. And just yep. killing guys and throwing them over the rafters or the ramparts, what do you call the? Yeah, the, over the turrets, yeah. yeah. Over yeah, the turrets, yeah. Yeah. onto the ground outside of the fort, like... I love it. I don't or, know. Or kicking du- uh, Spartan kicking dudes off of high places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. never gets old. So I was watching a in defense of Assassin's Creed Odyssey video and one of the guys was talking about the really like creative ways that you can go about like solving problems in game. And he was talking about him being under leveled for a cultist who was on a ship. So he tried to like level up a little bit, take on the thing, got stomped, upgraded his ship a lot got stomped so he was like man how am i gonna take out this cultist so he came up with the idea to park his ship far enough away from the thing so he wasn't in combat so then he like um got off of steering jumped into the ocean swam to the ship where the cultist was on climbed up the ship to where the cultist was fought everybody on the ship kicked the cultist into the ocean to which the cultist drowned Drowned, yeah (laughs) stole a loot and then jumped back into the ocean and swam back to his ship yeah like that's That's so cool that's so I wanted to say that I get I get strong Breath of the Wild vibes playing this. And that's yeah. the type of, that's the reason why is the creative solutions that you come up with as a player to solve whatever whatever problem you're facing in the game. And it mm-hmm. definitely ha- definitely has has Breath of the Wild vibes for me. So a, lo- a lot of people talk about that the side quests aren't really good, too, to which I say the side quests in most of the older Assassin's Creed games were nothing. Like, I never even bothered doing them. I just did the main story because you really didn't need to do side quests for any other reason other than completionist. But in this one, like, there is a ton of, like, side quests that are, I remember fondly. Like, I don't know if you guys have done the dagger on Ebia 
like that side quest where you're helping out a slave, finds his brother, yada, yada, yada. Like that's one of the ones, a side quest on, I think the island Mykonos with Kira, which like mimics like a play, like how it's structured is excellently done. Like um, the side quest Corey we're talking about earlier with the philosophical aspects to it, were all awesomely done. Like yeah. a lot of them are really cool self-contained stories like that you find out, like and learn more about the world. And as I talked about earlier, like the direction that they're going is mythology based with a lot of these games because the culture that they're picking these games to be based off of are so like, you know, mythology is so tied to these like ancient cultures. So like, I think it's okay that these games are doing stuff with mythology with like minotaurs and cyclops and stuff like that, because that's what they believed in that time. So I think there's nothing wrong with them doing more of a fantastical approach with this game because it sticks to the lore of the world at the time. Yeah. So I don't see understand why that's a that's a huge problem. Yeah. Along the list of the side quests too, um even the ones that are like more fetch quests, there's there's interesting aspects to it, which it reminds me of The Witcher Three. Uh there was one that I did where I had to get a love potion for someone in some <laughs> island and you need yeah. uh you need bear nuts for it. So after you kill <laughs> the bear, you harvest the bear nuts and Cassandra spends the entire time complaining about the smell of the bear nuts. <laughs> so even when it's just a standard fetch quest, there's that element in it. It reminds me of the one where, where Geralt is complaining about having to fetch the goat. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that from, from Witcher three, but it, yep. it has that, that vibe vibe to it. So I remember that. Well, actually I, I, that was a recent quest I did because I was playing through the Witcher three before I started oh, yeah. playing. Yep. ACO. So, yeah. Cassandra's also a fantastic protagonist. Yeah, I, li- oh, I like she's great. Cassandra she's a lot. Probably my second favorite after Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Totally mm-hmm. agree. I think she's like one of the most underrated um, main characters in the Assassin's Creed. She doesn't get a lot of credit because she's only been in one game. Because everyone just like, as I said last week, has a hard on for Ezio for Ezio, everything yeah. he does. And then after that, they all just try to mimic Ezio. And like Cassandra feels like totally, and Alexios too. Like feel so tonally different from that, but they're like great characters in their own right, and like they're funny, entertaining. You know, it's just they're really enjoyable characters. So, yeah. All right. I have just two quick things. Yes, yeah, let's hear it. Um, we like to talk about how video games bleed over into the real life, and I sent <laughs> you guys yes. a picture the other day of me next to a, a little sapling that looked like some olive wood. Um, <laughs> I thought that was, that was funny. <laughs> Uh, so there was that. And then uh, I just wanted to read about the Kefalonian Islands, which is the starting island um, in the game. And I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole and started reading more about it and discovered that there was a skirmish, a World War II skirmish there. Uh, and it turns out there was a book about it. So I bought the book because I'm always interested in World War II. And I, you know, Kefalonian, uh, the Kefalonian Islands are the flavor of this month anyway for me. So. I thought that would be a good uh, good read, so I bought that book. Uh, nice. But I, I, I have a question, Will. Yeah. Um, do you think Origins is a better game? Personally, no. I like Odyssey more. I think they do a better job with gear, specifically. I think gear is better done in this game. It's more loot-based, whereas like in Origins... Uh, Bayek used to have to like get crafting stuff to upgrade the gear that he had. I just like having loot more uh, and going about it that direction because like I'm a yeah. huge Diablo fan and it's very similar to that. 
Uh, and I like Greece more than Egypt. Not by much, but I just prefer Greece. And there's no ship combat in Origins as well. So I think there's just... Uh, if you ask the normal person, they'll tell you Origins is a better game. And I do think Origins is like a thousand percent worth playing as well, because I think that game Bayek's fantastic as well. Um, yeah. And that game has a pretty good story. But as a whole, I prefer Odyssey a lot more for some of the reasons I stated already. So, Yeah, you answered my follow-up question was, should I play it? And it sounds like, yes, I should. Yeah, you absolutely should. I recommend. I don't think people should bother with the older Assassin's Creed games as much. I think people should play Origins and Odyssey because it's more based on like games that we that are coming out now that people like that are just like they're just solid games and they're just like great. I mean, like listen to uh, Split Screen with Jason Schreier. He was gushing over both of Origins and Odyssey. Like he said, they were both fantastic games, and I agree. I think I honestly think they're the two best games in the series. So okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Eric? You want to get in any final thoughts? I don't really have too much to add. Uh, I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. I would still tell people to play um, Black Flag, um, but I think that one had some of those annoying follow quests in it that you were talking about. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, Black Flag I, is another one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just love the setting. But uh, Cassandra is a great character, and I'm very into her storyline so far. I'm not as I don't think I'm quite as far in as the rest of you. Well, obviously not will. Um, but her storyline's pretty cool. So, and you, I mean, you you did say you turned down some Fortnite invitations to play Assassin's Creed. I have, I have turned down some <laughs> Fortnite invitations, which is not like me because usually if somebody asks me to game with them, I will do it. And I just already told them I was like, uh, sorry, I didn't even lie. I was like, sorry, man, I'm, just, I'm playing Assassin's Creed. I don't, I don't feel like playing anything else. So. Nice. <laughs> He told me he was going to uninstall it from my Xbox. <laughs> now, I will say that I did play Fortnite, you know, uh-huh. here and there, too. Sure. But yeah. Okay. But, yeah, no, it's it's, it's really good. I'm glad that, that we finally played it. Yep. Corey, I do want to say if you do play Origins, one thing it does have on Odyssey is when you enter Alexandria and Memphis the first time. I think those are two of the highest points of entering cities in a game. All right. So, just to throw that out there, I think that's the one thing that it does have on uh, Odyssey because those cities are pretty incredible in that game. I did. I have a quick question about Origins. Well, I, I know I asked this before, but what parts? What like what parts are in like land masses? Are is it just Egypt and the surrounding desert, or is there is there Rome? Is Rome in there? That spoils. <laughs> oh, so you do? Oh, you probably go to Rome at some point, but it's not a main part of the game. Not a main part of the game. It has to do with pretty late in the game when okay. Rome gets brought because the time period it's based on is when the Roman Empire is rising. Because it's like Egypt and Greece are heavily focused on that, and then the Romans become a thing late in the game. Okay, with how the story is told. So okay. So it's like it's a lot of it's mainly Egypt, like with the Nile River, Alexandria, Memphis, uh, a couple other places. I can't remember because I played it like maybe two years ago at this point. So, okay. um, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Anything else about Assassin's Creed Odyssey other than how awesome it was? Is no. All right. Will you got to play Enderall now? I know. I, honestly, when you guys all started playing Odyssey, I was like, well, now I gotta play Enderall. <laughs> we all have to play Enderall. 
When I get my computer back, I, I did try I it. I will make the effort. I believe I was the only one. Eric tried it. I think Dan turned it on. I, yeah, I played like maybe an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Dan and I are in the same boat now. I didn't stop playing because I didn't like it. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just can't do the PC. Can't yeah. I wish it would come to console. I wonder if it could. It depends on, because I know con- the consoles do some of the, the mods for that. It depends on the, de- probably not, but the depth of mods and stuff that well, are they, needed. Uh, but the, is it Bethesda or Take-Two? I don't know who owns the license, but... Um, Bethesda. Yeah, I, I would think they would have given some sort of blessing for them to have a standalone release on Steam. Oh, maybe not, because it's free, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. All right, Nibble Bits. Will, you got any Nibble Bits? No. No. I have one. Um, it's the free game from Epic. This this week is Civilization Six. How much uh, are they paying you, Dan? No, I'm just reporting free games to everybody. I know. I'm teasing. I would if they paid me. I would a. I would love it, and b. I would disclose it. If this if this was a a podcast that a lot of people listen to on the internet, you would be accused of being a shill. Well, we've always we've always. Uh, <laughs> We've always um, tried to make people aware of good deals like Steam sales and stuff. It's consumer yeah, friendly. Yeah, because we're human. Yeah, yeah, free games. No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. How dare you, Corey? I'm, I'm making fun of everybody on the internet. Yeah, no, it, it's it's getting bad. Getting bad. That's yeah. Good point. Let's not go down that road. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all night. Uh, yeah, we don't. Current, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Episode. I don't know if we if we talked about this last week or I don't know if this was announced earlier this week, but they are remastering Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Oh god! And it's going to be forty bucks for those two games. Forty bucks. Forty. And and the the soundtrack is it's pretty intact. It's yeah. There's a they listed the songs that aren't going to be on. It's only like five songs. And they weren't. Um, Yeah. Personal opinion. Was Superman still on there? Oh Oh, yeah. You right. betcha. Oh, that was my we favorite got me one. Listening to Goldfinger again, actually. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody check out their Facebook stuff? I told you to check out. No, I forgot. Oh, uh, so they've been doing um, live Zoom performances where they're all in different places. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's I'll really have to, cool. I'll have to yeah. look at that. They're all like forty. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> forty with families. And since we're on the topic of music, if I may, uh, Newfound Glory put out a new song. It's really good. Oh, check that out. Is it on Spotify? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I had it on Amazon Prime. It's called Himalaya, I think. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I cannot wait for Pro Skater. That's day one purchase for me. That's September 1st? It's September some point. Yeah, early September, I want to say. Okay. Oh, have you seen the screenshots with the before and after? Yeah, it's Uh, crazy. mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I watched that one. A little bit. video. And uh, Tony Hawk was on Rogan the other day. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, but he was also a great dude. He was on um, he Jack Black's uh, Jablinski games. They they he met with Tony Hawk and and they 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 played a little bit of the game with Jack Black's sons, and, and then they went to a skate park and Jack Black oh, was being that. Jack Black. It was good. Yes. Um. So that also got me excited for for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater again. You guys ever? Uh, I think it's his Twitter account where he posts these, but when he has interactions with people who like don't realize he's Tony Hawk, but they'll say, Hey, you look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, it's great. 
Yeah, it happened to him oh, on an airplane. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's funny. amazing. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. That's that's. He funny. seems like a really funny dude. Yeah, just like super humble, normal dude. Yeah, that happens to be super talented at something. Yep, the the greatest skateboarder of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find one more quick nibble bit, and then we'll get into our weeks. Uh, no, I'm not gonna look anymore. We're good. The sky is falling. What was the take two? Something with take two in stocks? I don't know. I didn't hear that. You guys see that? Not important. I'm laughing at the comments, uh, Rachel in the chat. So, yeah, people will ask him. They'll be like, you look like Tony Hawk. I wonder what he's up to these days. And he'll be like, this is what he's up to. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm doing. You're a primary source on what he's doing right now. Well, let me tell you what he's doing. That's good. Uh, all right, Eric, how was your week? Uh, pretty good. Uh, or weeks. I mean, you could fill yeah. us in on what you've been up to. God, you know, I really only have a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, one of them is fantasy sports related. Um, so I started a dynasty football fantasy league, which uh, I I first heard about last football season, the guys on the sports radio up in Buffalo talked about it. And one of them was like super into it. So I I started looking into it last year and um, I was really excited to do it because it's more of a, it's a long term, like kind of a commitment and it's a lot more involved uh, than like a, a normal one year fantasy league. So basically how it works is, you draft a team and that is the last like normal fantasy football draft that you have. So that is your team kind of going forward. And the only way to really make changes is to like, it's to trade with the other people in the league. And then you also do rookie drafts every year. So there's five rounds or however many rounds you make it, but we have five rounds of a rookie draft uh, to add new talented guys to your team. And there's more to it. I don't want to get too into the details, but um, it's been a lot of fun so far, even after like a week of having the draft, um, just trying to plan out like kind of thinking ahead of, of guys that, you know, could be good, but also might have value to trade with other people going forward and, and trying to build your roster that way is really, really fun. Um, I've already made a trade, which was fun. Cause I had like, I was talking to like three different guys about different quarterbacks that I was trying to get from them. Um, and I was able to do one of them. So it's, it's just really fun. And if you're into fantasy sports, I highly recommend, uh, looking into a dynasty league wills in it as well. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Did a it, it's all, with some it's also, guys. it's also nice to, to have sports be part of the conversation again. God, right? Yeah. It, it's got me very excited for football and I'm, I, I do think that they're going to play. Um, it, I do too. I'll be super disappointed if they don't, obviously. it's the NFL. They'll find a way to play. I got to say, if there is a sport that's really going to suffer without the fans, I think it would be very strange to watch an NFL game without fans. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Baseball, whatever. Like NASCAR, who cares? Golf. A lot of baseball stadiums are half full anyway. Exactly. Right. Like even basketball, I feel like would be OK. I don't know. Um, soccer, I think, is is probably fine without fans. But I feel like I could stand hockey without fans, too. But football, would it would just be so weird. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it got me really excited for the season, too, which was fun. But if, you, if you're interested in fantasy at all, definitely look into it. And I highly recommend the app that we're using. It's called Sleeper. It's a, it's a really slick app, and it's free to use, which is 
pretty crazy because a lot of the dynasty stuff they charge for um so yeah i wanted to make sure i mentioned that let and reach out if you have any questions because it, it can be a little intimidating to get started eric i actually forgot it was a dynasty league because <laughs> like we started it and then yeah. i had forgotten about it and you're like hey drafts coming saturday and i was like oh yeah yeah and like I saw some draft picks that happened, and I was like, wow, they took, like, J.K. Dobbins went super, like, kind of early. Like, you wouldn't think, and I was like, why is he going, like, in the sixth round? And I was like, oh. That's what makes it so cool is, like, it kind of throws the draft boards out the window a little bit because, you know, guys like, I don't know, who's an older player who's really, like an Aaron Rodgers, Yeah, you know? he He's not somebody who's going to go as high – as he may in other leagues, like, you know, Josh Allen is going to go before him because he's Young, 24 yeah. years old and, you know, he's a pretty solid fantasy player, but it, you know, like quarterbacks don't go super early, but I think Mahomes went off the board at like seven or eight. Yeah. And I took Lamar Jackson at 11. Um, yeah. yeah. So it kind of, it throws the draft board out the window a decent amount. Cause you know, you're kind of loading up on talented rookies towards the end of the draft, which I, I, have like four at least decently rated rookies and i paid a ton of attention to the draft this year so i was pretty um i don't know educated as far as that went but yeah it's 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 really fun and uh, i'm looking forward to kind of seeing where it takes us over the years but so that's going on um and the only other thing is i'm just waiting for my daughter to arrive Uh which could be any day now in an hour you know could be any day any time now really <laughs> my poor wife is in just miserable yeah I feel bad for her can't One, imagine as they get close they just they can't move oh, very well i feel yeah. feel feel bad that's yeah, brutal i okay. i certainly couldn't do it no <laughs> i'm way too much of a wimp too oh god yeah okay cory what have you been What's up, up to Oh boy, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about in my life? Anything? Watch anything interesting? Oh, The Last Kingdom. Um, we actually just before this episode watched the season four finale. Uh, I still recommend that show. I feel like I've talked about it a bunch, but mm-hmm. if if you're missing Game of Thrones, it's it's certainly not a replacement, but um, it does scratch that itch a little bit. There's no fantasy elements. It's all historical uh, based, but. Um, very interesting show about the founding of England, all the mayhem that went on surrounding that, um, invasions by the Danes, but it has a lot of the geopolitical, uh, conniving king, queen, incest, all that kind of stuff. If you're into that kind of stuff. Um, so I do recommend that. Um, other than that, I mean, just trying to survive, working a ton, I guess, now is the time to do that, right? Because I can't do much else. But um, yeah, where are you guys at with uh, starting to open things up? Where you're at? So New York State is uh, beginning to do the phase one of reopening, uh, but a lot of the businesses that fall under phase one are already have been deemed essential anyway. So very little has changed, other than the fact that people I feel like are becoming a lot less. Um, I don't know. Not that they don't care as much as they were, but I, I don't know. We were outside yeah, today, and so many more people without without masks. People weren't 
necessarily as good about the social distancing stuff. A lot of businesses had people coming in and out. Um, so I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say about that. It's all political now. And if you say one thing, then people <laughs> think you're a certain way. If you say another thing, people think you're another way. And I'm sick of it, but that has nothing yep. to do with my politics. It's, it has to do with my humanity. Um, yeah. That's just where I'm at. Yep. Mind, mind your yeah. business. That's what I, that's what I, my one word of advice. Same down here. Our restaurants are allowed to see like patio seating. Mm. Um, that, yeah. That's happening with a lot of different States right now. Yeah. And they, but all their employees have to wear masks, but a lot of the restaurants around here are choosing not to do it. Um, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, pretty much the same here. Okay. I feel like people are getting a little, the same oh, as you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. Less, uh, stringent. <laughs> people are over it. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Anything else, Corey? I don't know. I, I feel like I had a ton I wanted to share with oh. you guys, but nothing, nothing you interesting is coming. Back for a visit. I, I a did. I did. I, you have a question, Eric? Yeah, it's TV related. Have you watched Homeland? No. It was recommended to me today. I was wondering if any of you had seen it. I think my dad has. Yeah, dad. Wa- does Allison watch it too? I think Allison yeah, watches Allison it. Yeah, Allison does too. Okay. Yeah. Our sister, in case you're wondering. Um, public service announcement: Just stop using Google, everybody. Just, just stop. Use DuckDuckGo as your search. Um, DuckDuckGo. It's the. It's a browser that's, or not a browser, but a search engine that's gaining a lot of popularity. Uh, because it's focused all around privacy. Hang on, uh, I'm going to no, Google it. There's no. <laughs> yeah, that's how I found it. Uh, there's no. Um, there's no tracking. There's no trackers. They don't allow any of that kind of stuff. So you're. If, if you don't know how Google works, basically, if you're logged into Google and you do a Google search, or if you're just using Chrome at all, they know everything that you're doing. Um, because of the nature of my work, like I hear about a lot of the evil things that Google does, and some of them include selling information to insurance companies based on your search history so that the insurance companies can jack your rates, like stuff like that. Um, just stop using Google. It's evil. I'm sorry. It's evil. You're right. Can I get an email address through DuckDuckGo? I don't know. You can always use Hotmail. <laughs> Maybe I'll go Hotmail, Hotmail sucks. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what the preferred email is these days um back i was gonna say is out. there one i'm not gonna look <laughs> it's into gmail that, so <laughs> yeah. i'm not against using the best service at all but if you can avoid using google i recommend it i get that it's free i get that it's easy but um yeah fuck youtube so yeah it's an evil corporation honestly yeah good for you uh-huh. Corey. I... yeah I've been I've been a lot yeah. more brazen in my beliefs lately, and I don't know why. It's because you're getting a little older. You know what? I think Corey, it might be. <laughs> you're get you're getting to be an ang- angry old man. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Thursday I still night. love that. <laughs> Christy goes to me today. She goes, I don't know if I should be giving Landon Pez candy, and I go, eh, it's fuck it Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. <laughs> nice no Corey. honestly i've been i've always wondered why when people get older why do they get so stubborn and stuck in their ways and now that i'm starting to i'm not old but like i'm aging and i'm sorry i couldn't to believe how old stubborn. you were will 
I know. <laughs> I fucking believe when you told me. I told Christy, I, yeah, I don't even know why it came up, but I was like, she asked me, and I go, I think he's like 22 or 21. And then she's like, no, he's definitely way older than that. And I was like, no, he absolutely is not. I could not believe when you told me that. Honestly, when I it. when people ask me, I have to think because I'm like, I usually throw 23 out just because yeah. that's just how I see myself. So when, when I say 25, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it's not even like old. I just was like, no fucking way is he 25. Yeah, no, I still feel like I am 21, 22, 23. Yeah, so. Well, Dan and I are about to hit 40. Pushing 40, yep. God. I'll be on on the back end of 30 pretty soon here. (laughs) Well, I just think about when we started the podcast, I was 16. I was admiring the background graphic for Twitch. Um, and Will, you were, yeah, you were 16 in that photo. You look like a little, I, little child. I think those photos were taken the first year of the podcast, and we have not yeah, taken right, new photos yeah. since. But yeah. Will, go back to your stubbornness. Yeah, no, I just realized as I get older, when I have an opinion now, I get way more passionate about it, and I stick to it. And I know sometimes it's not, healthy. It's not the best thing. <laughs> so I'm the same I, way, but it's not healthy. <laughs> Well, I catch myself, and I'm like, wow, I need to back up. Yeah, I'm trying to be better about it. I was complaining to my mom about Amazon taking longer to ship things out because there's a pandemic. Yeah. And I'm just so angry that my fire hasn't gotten here yet because I ordered it a week ago. And I'm like, okay, I need to backpedal. And my mom goes, yeah, wow, you are impatient. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the world we live in now. That's what has been created. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want it and I want it wrench. now. Exactly. Like if I was I'm just saying this something. to somebody else the other day. Uh, I don't remember what it was about, but like they said, oh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you in a few. Oh, is there a f- football draft? Somebody said, oh, I know who I'm going to take. And I told him I wanted to guess who it was. And, he, and anyway, I'll save you the long and short. And I said, well, I want to right now because I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Just to casually drop that. I'm going to start using that. Yeah. No, you need to answer me right now because I'm a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know now because I am a millennial. I, I will. This. I mean, this is a bigger conversation. I don't want to really open it up any, any more than we, we're starting to because I feel like, I don't know. Another anyway, rabbit hole. Yeah. I just, I, I felt during this whole thing that like, I don't know. It's been, it's, it's been an existential crisis for me because I'll find myself at work and everybody's like freaking out about things. And I'm just like thinking to myself, like none of this shit matters. Like, and I don't even mean about work. uh, Yeah. Like people freaking out about something that is totally not worth freaking out about. And I'm just like, first of all, this is marketing, right? we sell shit to people that they don't need. Okay. So right away, you know, who gives a shit? Second of all, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and your campaign's going to start a day late, like come the fuck on. And then third of all, like big picture, we're just we're on this rock hurtling through space at 100, you know, and 50 million miles per hour or whatever. It's like it's all meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it like just being more. being in this period right now is really making me think about that stuff a lot more and it's like what? Like I don't know. I've felt very, yeah, I've just felt very sort of dejected lately and just like, it It all feels so purposeless. Well, yeah. it, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, 
when you start thinking, we've had this conversation before. I get if my brain gets to a point when I start to think about these things where it just almost turns off, like you're not supposed to be thinking about this, which is ridiculous. But it happens. Like I get to a point where I start thinking about this stuff, and I, I'm like, why the fuck do I even exist? And my brain just is like, oh no. <laughs> we're not Stop going there. Stop thinking about that. Go back to where you were. <laughs> Get back to work. Yeah, yeah. Go back to film and th- th- think, think about think about the bills. Yeah. What about football season? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, everybody kind of follows their own path through life, and you know, everybody has their own version of what success looks like. And yeah. I just, people I think if more too much, so. they do, and I just feel like if more people just chased their own happiness the world would be a much better place yeah some of the best conversations i'm sorry sorry will some of the best conversations i've had with like some of my employees is like i appreciate that you want to do a good job here but you also need to not get so wrapped up in things like this is literally just a job you need to also think to yourself you're healthy and like your family's in a good spot and like if you're in a relationship like hopefully that's going well those are the things you need to work on and when the end of your shift comes don't fucking worry about it yeah it doesn't matter you know yeah yeah you said it yeah yeah no Corey. the whole thing that's like happened with the pandemic i'm kind of in the same boat as you like this kind of just made me like think about a lot because like i literally just moved to a brand new state saved a ton of money for it and then 10 weeks of no work i'm just like wow that was all for nothing and here i am back i'll tell you too there's a lot of people that lost a lot of money that are having the same thought you know like they worked their whole lives and yeah right a lot of it went away yeah Yeah. i was like well connecticut was fun for four months back to new york valley new york great skies great skies anyway Video games. Video games. <laughs> Good week you had, Corey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been doing a lot of thinking. <laughs> Mowing's been great. i tell you what. If I could get paid the same salary to mow as I do doing oh, web yeah. development, I'd, yeah, I'd be a ground for the rest of my life. I don't want to keep going on this, but I, I know I have shared with you guys, I think I did recently, how my son is obsessed with garbage trucks. Mm-hmm. So we've been watching. Okay, is whenever I can stomach it, we will watch this YouTube video. It's literally just garbage trucks picking up garbage, and uh, we were watching it tonight before he went to bed. And I said to my wife, "I go, you know, if I could just get away with being a garbage truck driver, I could just be so happy." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Just you got the mechanical arm now. You don't even have to get out of the truck. <laughs> Just like turn turn Joe Rogan on and space out for however that, long it takes. That must be a Virginia thing. We don't have that technology oh, up here. <laughs> you guys are running some old trucks. Two manners. <laughs> Where the one guy like has to walk ahead like the new yeah. guy. He's got to walk yeah. ahead a little bit. Yeah. The yep. Low man on the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the oh, negative man. temperatures in January. Yep. Uh, yeah. See, so we got we got some advanced stuff going on here. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Corey? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I'll go next. So the only thing I have to talk about is I started a, another podcast. Oh, yeah. thanks for the invite. Well, I wanted to talk about it here oh, rather okay. than rather than text you guys. So, Shameless plug. 
it is a shameless plug. Yeah. So it's a, it's a rated G games podcast. It's called 10 minute video game tips. I've done four episodes, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I've take, I give like five tips for whatever game I have. I've done animal crossing. I did one for assassin's creed odyssey. So I, I just want your guys' opinion. If you don't mind listening to it at some point and give me, give me any feedback you might have. Yeah. What's it called again? 10 minute video game tips. It's not on Apple podcasts yet. It's on oh. spot. Not it's on. Sorry. <laughs> it's on Spotify and Stitcher. Okay. So um, we're switching to Spotify, Spotify before works. too long. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Uh, I've had fun with it so far. I'm going to try to do three episodes a week. Uh, it's it, you they, get Mario Kart. Now. That's like your yeah. I'll get Mario Kart. I I plan on covering games and and video uh, video game like tech stuff. Uh, retro games. I'm gonna I'm gonna cover. So uh, it's it's been fun though. I haven't Dan, haven't done any promotion for it yet. What you may know this already, but in Spotify, if you type 10 minute vi, you're the top hit. Yeah. Which is it, a good it, sign. It did not exist because uh, I did some research on it. I've been wanting to do a rated G games podcast for a while, but I, I couldn't come up with any ideas. Uh, and I want, you know, when I did finally sit down and do it, I wanted to, you know, like have a schedule and stick to it and stuff. So that was the yeah. idea I came up with. Um, so we'll see. If we'll see how it goes. If you're a listener, um, just to, to help the algorithm and help Dan out, just give the show a follow on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about Spotify, I don't know if I've talked to you about this. I don't think I have. Um, but cause uh, the thumbstick athletes is now on Spotify too. And Spotify does more advanced. Um, uh, what, how, what's, what's the word? Analytics. Analytics. Thank you. Will. uh, it, it breaks down like where all the downloads are from by, by country, state, uh, town even and with a list with listens on spotify it gives the age range male female device that that it's listened on it's it's pretty interesting wow. so yeah that's borderline creepy it is borderline we, creepy uh, but do we get like, like three Google. do we get like three downloads <laughs> from white guys in new york state and one download from a white guy in virginia uh new york is not our top state that that's listened to us i believe it's california Wow. All right. Tito. Yeah. Tito, so our man in the field is doing good work. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Like, the, I know we have listeners that like don't interact with us uh, or will v- very rarely. Like a lot of times when we do the extra life, someone will pop in and be like, hey, I, you know, I've been listening for years now. And it's no one that's, that's ever like interacted with us. So we don't know. But there's yeah. a lot of places on there. Like, I, I recognize where some of the people live that we interact with regularly. Uh, but there's a lot of places on there that that I don't recognize anyone being from that we that we know, you know. So yeah. it's interesting. Definitely. Two things to this, real quick, Eric. If you're looking to join Spotify, I'm you can right join. Now. You can join my family plan for like two bucks a month. Oh. <laughs> I know go. Spotify does the thing where they check the location or used to. Okay. But yeah, we can what I. Yeah, we can talk about that. It'll literally be two bucks for you every month, and it's like Spotify is great. We we have a family yeah. plan with me, Johnny, and Evan, so you're welcome to join that. Dan, I followed the podcast. I will listen to after Thank you. we record tonight, and I cook dinner. Yeah, my the episodes are like five or six minutes so far, other than my pilot episode, which I just explained what the podcast is going to be about. But uh, I do want to have eventually. I'm gonna once I get like a following, I'm gonna have. So whatever game I, I'm talking about, I'm going to have like answer an audience question. 
that's going to be the, the second part of the episode. So I haven't done that yet because I haven't done any advertising for it. I had my wife listen to it and then my kids want to listen to it too. So um, that's. And really it's just this. you. Vamping. Just me. Just me. Nice. Thank you, Stinky Poncho. Uh, one thing I did do, I have to do though a lot because I'm not used to talking about myself. I'm more used to like having a conversation here. I have to do a lot of cutting and editing because I, I say a lot, which I always cut out or 99.9% of them I cut out. And then any gaps like where I stopped to take a breath, I cut that out too. So it's, it's, it's produced. Uh, more than this, I just, you know, we, we hit the record button. We just talk for, for this one because it's conversational. So uh, that one is, is more produced than than the TSA pod. So, yeah, this is raw, unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, yeah, I mean, someone, one of our reviews said, I like that they just hit the record button and just, just have a conversation, you know, that's, and that's what, what the plan was all along for this, for this podcast. So. Yeah, so that's that's what I've been working on. Um, I'm good. I got to try to get into a more routine YouTube stuff. Um, I'm trying to get the kids involved, but trying to get kids to do anything, even fun things, when you want them to do it, is impossible. So, um, should um, just good carry Lord. your cell phone, Dan, and just record and ask them questions and get them that way. You know? Yeah. You well, I mean, add the audio clips. We're, we're supposed to do, I talked talk to Will about this, but my daughter came up with the idea of playing hide and seek in Animal Crossing. And I'm like, that's genius. So we're supposed to come down here and record like a, like a video of us playing hide and seek, but trying to get everyone like not miserable at the same time or <laughs> willing to c- come downstairs all at the same time is a colossal effort. So at some point I'm going to do that, but I don't. God bless you. I can't, Dan, I can't get my one child to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the only one we have that really, like, listens kind of well, Marco listens relatively well. Um, but, oh, God, the rest of them, they, they're all mind of their own. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, how about, Corey and Dan, how about the story today with Allison and yeah. Ryan and Neil? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can just tell it quick. Um, yeah. Since you brought it up, our <laughs> our nephew who is four, four, yeah, he's four and <laughs> locked his father out of the house in the one in the, rain. the most evil, the most evil thing he could think to do when he had free reign of the house was to climb on top of the cupboard and eat chips. <laughs> so good for him. Well, not only did he lock him out, he did it in the rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What a good guy. Man after my own heart. (laughs) To to which I answer, getting locked out of your house by your kids is a rite of passage, and everyone will experience it at some point, because I've been locked out of my house. It's definitely going to happen to me. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's getting there. Yeah. It's been a couple times I've uh, caught the door, I think, just in time. Uh (laughs) Yeah, luckily we had it at the time we had a key hidden outside, so I could just let myself back in, but we don't now, so I've got to be extra how, anno- how annoying is the door thing yeah it's a pain oh in the my butt. god and now oh. we have a cat so i can't like leave the door open or else she's gonna get out yep so eh. anyway <laughs> will go ahead how's your week been ah uh, good i'll make it very brief because i want to hear cory talk about the final fantasy 7 yes remake, i, I want to hear um, that too Basically, I'm uh, helping my parents undertake a huge project within the house of just, you know, getting all the rooms situated. Uh, so I've been doing that, 
doing a lot of work with that. As I said, moving back to Newark Valley right now, um, planning on moving to Hawaii before the end of the year, right around the new year. So, uh, to go to school and whatnot. Um, what do you, what do you want to go to school for? I'm deciding on physical education or physical therapy. It's Uh kind of the direction I'm going to go. I have a funny nursing school story that I want Eric to hear, but I'm not telling it on podcast because it's too embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. I can't wait. So I will tell you, Eric, after we stop recording. Uh... But uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be going to school out there for either physical education or physical therapy. I kind of don't know. I kind of want to go for physical education because I want to be a teacher for the reason of I'm very tired of working holidays weekends and the entire summer because if i'm living away from home i want summers and holidays to be able to travel to family like i mean our sister lived in edmonton and Corey, your utica my parents and dan are fairly close so like i want to be able to see everybody um tired of working weekends very sick of that so i'm just kind of like settling for a career that's going to probably make me happier because I'll be able to pursue all of my interests still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could also coach too at a school, which is something that I've always been interested in. So that's kind of the route I'm thinking of right now. So I'll be heading out to Hawaii, hopefully God willing COVID COVID happens. I don't know what's going to go on with that. So it's kind of a loose timeline. I'm thinking I'll be fine for sure. Um, I just worry about making adequate money the rest of this year. That's the only thing that I slightly worry on because being a server that just like went out the window when this happened and i feel like well you know there's a very easy option out there stripping only fans only fans (laughs) we've been saying it we can finally launch my career into that shirtless gamer yeah that's the one that's the million dollar idea I've been actually polling my friends if they would support me if I launched that account. And I've actually been surprised at the amount of people that said no. Because if one of my friends did it, I'd be like, I would just subscribe just to help them out. Sure. Yeah. yeah I'd, be a, I'd be a mole and like be in the chat and pretend to really be into yeah. it. Yeah, wow. exactly. Wow, Will, you look really tan today. <laughs> Your packs are looking great. Wow. Did you do some work outside today? <laughs> but yeah, I was actually... I was shocked about the amount of friends that said no, they wouldn't support that. I was like, really? Oh man, I wouldn't. They wouldn't be my friends anymore. I was gonna say that's can't count on them for that. What can you count on them for? I know. Just trying to They're make like, a living. Exactly. I was very affected by COVID. The least you could do is support my my OnlyFans. Like yeah. your rebound. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Take it's it to the, the media, Will. They'll they'll help you out. So <laughs> so next week, Will, you're gonna announce that you've started an OnlyFans, right? Yep, in my parents' house, too. Yes. <laughs> Mom's going to walk in during one of your shows. <laughs> that's the we'll real put reason your shirt why on. <laughs> that's the real reason why I'm trying to move into the back room. Oh, man. For your... Launch, uh, my, launch my studio. For your moonlighting you career. My colored lights and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's just me going about life right now just kind of doing projects uh getting ready to work my old job hired me back so gonna be doing that some point here in the near future just so i can be 
working just because my God, like I'm going stir crazy, not having a job at this point. Cause it's been quite a while. So looking forward to that. Uh, going to be doing the summer and the fall out here. The fall is my favorite season. So that's part of the reason why I'm kind of pushing moving to uh, just cause I'm in, enjoying New York state's falls and Hawaii won't have that at all. So um, yeah. So that's kind of like what's going on with me right, as of right now. So. Okay. Sounds good. All right. The moment we've all been waiting for. Corey, let's uh, talk about yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, um, I am going to talk about this, and then i got to bounce. I'm sorry. That's fine. I have things I have to tackle before tomorrow yep. morning, and I don't want to have to get up early to do them. But, um, yeah, so it's it's really tough for me to talk about because I hate it as a video game. I think it's terrible. I had hey, no fun. Wait a fun. minute. You said you didn't hate it. As a video game, I hate it. So I feel the same way about Final Fantasy VII Remake as I do about The Last of Us. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) I don't want to play it. I want to watch it. Because I feel like the strongest parts of both games are the stories. Um, I, I, I totally understand, especially in The Last of Us case, there is a game there that people enjoy, but I'm not one of those people. And same thing with Final Fantasy VII Remake. I had no fun playing that game. I Honestly, I was fighting sleep every time, which I thought was appropriate because <laughs> there's a picture of me playing Last of Us asleep. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I know I'm upsetting a lot of people by saying these things, but like, I I can I I'll, I only like what I like, you know, and. And I just found no enjoyment in Final Fantasy VII beyond the spectacle of it, right? Like, it's a beautiful game. They did a great job uh, reprising the characters. They did a great job with all their voices. Uh, the soundtrack is fantastic. Um, the story, I, I wasn't too into the story, but I did go and read what happens. And I'm really glad they, they, um, they took it in the direction that they did. I think it was really smart and... Uh, it does kind of create a little excitement for me um, to revisit that game, but it's just as a as a video game, I don't get I don't get it. And I showed you guys the screenshot of where I quit. So I was fifteen, maybe almost. I think it was closer to twenty hours into the game at the point it wanted me to sneak out of Eris's house, which felt totally ham-fisted and there's a few times in that game where the the uh the gameplay feels ham-fisted maybe that's a tribute to the original final fantasy 7 because there were some just random ass gameplay elements that i mean final fantasy as a series does that but it just it, it's it felt so out of place in 2020 to be sneaking out of Aerith's 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 how do you say that Aerith's it's Aerith but we grew up with Aerith's so. yeah. right yeah at that point in the game to be doing something so stupid and I failed twice and I was already annoyed with the boring gameplay. I failed twice doing that. And I'm like, no, this is so stupid. What a waste of time. I mentioned to you guys, I didn't have to do any sneaking to get into the Mako reactor where I actually was supposed to be stealthy, but I have to do this dumb ham fisted gameplay sequence to get out of Aerith's house. Like, come on. Oh, uh-huh. Cloud, come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Just <laughs> ugh, with a side of ugh. I don't know. I don't. I don't have more specific thoughts than that. I just none of the gameplay loops were 
enjoyable to me. Um, the one thing that I remember Tito saying that I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool, was how they show the materia on your equipment. Um, yeah. I think that's a nice little touch, but that's just a small cosmetic thing, you know? I don't know. The combat was smart, and it was great for a Final Fantasy game, but that's a low bar. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. When you're used to playing, like, a Dark Souls or something like that, with with that kind with that kind or uh, Bayonetta or near Automata or or something like that when you're used to playing games like that, it's yeah. I, I I have no no basis for comparison. I don't know no. the Final Fantasy you're... combat system, but when when something like that exists and is that good, yeah, like you and, said, the and, bar's low. And yeah, you're exactly right. And to me, like there are games that are doing it all now. You know, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey to me does it all. And I know not every game can do it all. And certain games are developed for certain reasons and certain uh, directors, you know, want to achieve a certain goal when they create the game. That's all well and good. But to me, it's just, it, for me, it resulted in a game I did not enjoy playing at all. Um, I have no interest in going back and playing more of it. There was really nothing as far as the gameplay is concerned that hooked me. Um, and I just don't have time for that. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather watch a two hour animated movie about the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake and get get the same enjoyment out of that, if not more, than I got playing the game. Just bored. That that you will be it. available at some point. Yeah. Some, someone will make that. If, if it's not already made, it might already be out there. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's the, like eight all, hours. All, all cut scenes. Yeah. Eight hours is too long. Someone will whittle it down to a movie length, two and a half. Corey, you hated Kingdom Hearts 3, right? Um, yeah, the combat's very similar. Uh, yeah, I think, well, it's, I think I made the game, comparison. the director of the remake was Kingdom Hearts 3 as well. Yeah. Uh, I actually was reading, I don't know where I came across it, but someone, someone hated the story in Final Fantasy 7 remake. And it was because it was, there were similarities to Kingdom Hearts because it uses, it uses the same director. So it's interesting you brought that up, Will. Yeah, yeah no. Interesting. People were worried when he took it on because of that very reason. Yeah, because Kingdom I mean, Hearts makes no sense story wise. So I can't remember the last time I was excited to play a game as much as I was excited to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I bought a I bought a bought a PlayStation to play it. You know, I, I spent over four hundred dollars to play the game. Yeah, because it was uh, a PS4 Pro too. It wasn't even the regular. PlayStation, yeah, if, right? if I know there's. If I spend a little bit more money, I'll get the better fidelity version of a game. That's big for me now. I never thought it was until I played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 in HDR. For the first time, I played a 4K game in HDR, and it blew me away. And I'm like, well, yeah. I, I need more of that. One of the nice that now that we have a 4K TV, not to change the subject, but uh, we've been watching any D- Disney Plus movies are in HDR and in 4K, and it looks so good. Like, it's not even that the colors are more vibrant or bold, but they're they're they match the environment better. Yeah. So like we watch Wally, and you know the especially the beginning part of Wally, like everything's like rust colored. Yeah. And when we watched it on our old TV, it was you know it was it was more colorful than it should have been. And with the HDR, everything was like it just it brought brought it to life that much more. Yep, yeah. it's kind of hard to describe, but that's that's what I had going on in my head when we watched it. So did the kids love Wally? Oh, they love Wally. Yeah. Okay. It's it, Wally's one of my favorite Disney movies. Oh. Maybe my favorite Disney movie. 
Yeah. I don't know, Will. I heard I heard you talk a little bit about it last week, and I mean, you seem to like it, right? I mean, the style of combat is more up my alley. I mean, I love the Dynasty Warriors game. They're a game I've always really liked, and it's fairly similar to that. It's a hack and slash game, so I like that. Uh, and a lot of things that I do really like is the, you know, the things you talked about that you do like, like the characters. Like, I love all everything about all of the characters. Like, I like, love Cloud, love Tifa, uh, Barrett, uh, Jesse, Biggs, Wedge. Even though Biggs's voice is a little off-putting sometimes because it's too silky smooth for Avalanche, uh, eco-terrorist group. So, he should be headlining his own video game, that guy. Uh, well, honestly, he should be like the Shinra president, really. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> and they should swap, but yeah, no, like I, I really do like the game a lot so far. For and a big part of it is you hate playing it. I do like playing it because that style of game is more up my alley uh, than it is yours. So I do, I do understand why you don't enjoy it. Yeah, and I guess I could articulate articulate a little bit better. But for me, like, there's nothing to get better at, right? You're not improving your skills very much. Um, as soon as you figure out what a enemy's weakness is, you just you basically cycle through the same set of attacks, use the the strong attack against the enemy, so on and so forth. I mean, there's nothing unique about that. The progression isn't really all that great. You can do a little bit of custom progression with the materia, but even that, I mean, there's just there's nothing to latch onto in the game for me other than elements that I would get out of watching the movie. You know, that's it. Yeah. And, like, why do I need to play a 30 hour video game if, if the best parts of this game can be condensed down into a two hour movie? Yeah, you're right. It's a good thing you have my games. Yeah, <laughs> I almost I was I'm almost like I should just send this back to Amazon. Like, I think I could get a full refund within 30 days. But then I started playing ACO and I'm like, eh, OK. Well, Honestly, if you could st- if you could send it back, I have an AC. Well, you wouldn't have to, you'd have to start over, but I have the ACO on Xbox now, so you should have it. Yeah, I'll uh, probably uh, mid summer. Oh no, because I want to play Cyberpunk, so maybe I'll sell the PlayStation and keep the Xbox because Cyberpunk does the buy it on one console, play it on the next, right? Yeah, for Xbox. For Xbox. Or you have to play Persona Five Royal. You. Have I don't know to. if that's my kind of game either. Do you think it is? No, you're right. It's Dan's game. <laughs> yeah based just based on what you're talking about there's nothing that really got me excited about it i mean I'd love so, to i want Persona somebody 5. to play it i just want validation i'm interested but i know I'll, i wouldn't stick with it i'll try it yeah but no guarantees i kind of don't want you to try it because if you don't <laughs> like it i'll be really upset <laughs> you validated me on odyssey i was so. just gonna say that we, we validated your odyssey uh yeah. odyssey love all right. Well, I'm going to peace out. Uh, All right. We're done talking about Final Fantasy VII. It was really nice to catch up with you guys. This was fun. Uh, let's yeah. do it again soon. And yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the show. I might be in the chat. I just have to do some work on my laptop. So. Okay. okay. Thanks, Corey. Bye. Bye, Corey. We'll see ya. All right. Eric, you got anything you want to talk about for what you played? We could talk a little no. Fortnite if you like. Yeah. I don't know if I really have too much to say about Fortnite. Um, the new season starts at the beginning of June. Okay, well, I did hit the level I wanted to hit to make okay. sure that it... Because I did get the battle pass. I mm-hmm. I always seem to have enough coins for whatever reason. I guess I play enough each season to get enough coins for the battle pass. So I always get mm-hmm. it. Um, but my goal is to hit level 70. 
so that I could unlock the Zelda okay. stuff. So I have the Master Swords as my um, uh, harvesting tools, and I also have the uh, backpack. Nice. Um, so that was my goal, was to hit level 70. So I reached that uh, the other night when I was playing. Um, got a victory, victory royale. Hey. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's been any super big changes or anything yeah. going on. No, not not nothing nothing too much. My goal is to get to level 100. I would like to get all the battle pass stuff. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to, uh, but I'd like to. And I we got another. I don't know if we told you, but I won with Max and Marlo as my squad. You did tell me uh, with, with the lightsabers, and then we recently got another one. Oh, okay. Uh, our last game that we played, we we ended up with another yeah. another victor royale with a three man squad. With nice. one who just likes walking around and breaking stuff with her with her axes. Yeah, I I did purchase a new skin for the first time in quite a while. I bought um, Kylo Ren and uh-huh. I bought the Tie Fighter for him to fly in on. So that's yeah, pretty cool. That is cool. Um, during the Star Wars celebration. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really have too much too much else. I wonder if I could hit 100 by then. You said June. Yeah, it's what three weeks I think. No, it's doubtful with the baby coming. I guess. Oh, that's right. It's the twenty first already. Holy crap! That's so I, it's like it's probably like a week and a half left. Yeah, I'm not gonna add hundred. I just unlocked the banana guy. Okay. So. I think I think I'm level sixty, maybe. I did not play it as much this season. I, last season, I was like level. I was over two hundred. I think. Yeah, um, that's about Vito, the guy I play with. That's he's around two hundred. Yeah. I didn't didn't play as much this this season, but hopefully oh, when I'm the back, new season comes out, Dan, we uh get back in there, play some. I'd love to. I I miss playing as much as I used to, but yeah. I think Will and Corey said they were going to play with us at some point, if I remember. I've been telling people I'd play Warzone with them for like four months, and I just haven't. I mean, although I, I will be Warzone honest. With you, but... I mean, I deleted Warzone because it was just like, this is 200 gigabytes. Like, no. <laughs> so Fortnite actually has a better chance of me playing it because I still have it installed. So, yeah. Love some fork knife. Fun? Yeah. So I'd play. Fun stuff. That's all I've been playing, though. Okay. Those two games. Yeah. The only thing I've been playing other than Assassin's Creed Odyssey and a little bit of Fortnite here and there is is uh, Animal Crossing. Still, every day, I log in, I do my dailies. I've been slowly, slowly uh, moving stuff around on my island. Um, it's it's mostly the same other than a few minor changes from when you guys last visited it. Um, I just can't come up with a cohesive plan to put, put the rest of the stuff like the way I want it. Oh, no, the one thing I did is I did, I did an orchard um, since you guys have been there, last been there. It's over on the left-hand side of my island where I keep all my trees, and I've got a few other plants there. Um, but yeah, the whole fit, like, my wife is is addicted to it. She plays quite as often as she can now, and you know, my son and daughter, we bought four copies of, of Animal Crossing, so we're, <laughs> we're a big part of it. Well, not a big part, but a part of the 14 million sales that Animal Crossing has had so far already. So You're good. Yeah. Uh, still, still dig it. It's not, it's just relaxing. Usually what I'll do is in the morning I'll get up, uh, and before everyone else is awake, I'll play, I'll play Assassin's Creed for a little bit. And then when my, when I, when my twins wake up, then I'll play while they're having their breakfast, I'll have my, uh, my animal crossing time. So yeah, I still have to finish the designs on my Island. 
Um, nothing really to talk about there. Uh, I'll be interested to see what changes once June rolls around. So I guess that's technically summer. So I miss playing Animal Crossing. I haven't really because I haven't been set up since I've been back home. Yeah, with my stuff, I just like haven't been the the my PlayStation's the only thing that's been set up. So yeah, yeah, it's good times. Uh, I'm sure my kids would love to send you presents and stuff. Will it's my daughter yeah, always, definitely... every day has me send her send her gifts from Able Sisters or what yeah. what have you. As soon as I am set up and move back and everything, I will definitely be back to playing more animal crossing again. So it's good stuff. All right. Uh, Will, what have you been playing? Uh, I'll just touch on them quickly because I already mentioned it, but I beat AC unity. Um, kind of wanted to give that game a little bit of a go because it was getting a lot of pop recently within the last like year or two for being a lot better of a game than it was remembered. And I actually kind of agree. Uh, I think it actually played very, very well. Once you, it got a bad rap for a lot of the, the glitches with the character models, facial animations, all that stuff. But like now that that's all sorted out, uh, played it, really liked it. Pretty good game. Um, but as soon, I kind of rushed through it though, only because you guys were all playing Odyssey. And I was like, man, I don't want to be playing Unity and then come to play Odyssey and everyone be kind of done playing Odyssey because I will have missed out on that excitement. So I kind of rushed through the game to to play Odyssey, um, which the first thing I noticed is how much better Odyssey plays. It's faster. Parkour is better. Just everything parkour. is better. Parkour. parkour. I, I can assure you, Will, I'll be playing Odyssey for a while still. So That's the thing. I knew it was a long game, and I knew like you two are tighter on time to be able to play that. Uh, Corey, same with Corey, but he's able to play a little bit more than you guys. So... Um, I just wanted to be in the middle and be a part of the excitement with you guys because you're finally playing the game that I've been championing for a while. So doing that, uh, I'm playing Pokemon X because I'm doing pretty much a playthrough of all of the Pokemon games right now. I forgot to mention this last week, but I was doing a challenge. Can I beat Pokemon X before I get through to New York State unemployment? Um, so I did that and I got like eight hours in before I was able to finally get through. That's crazy. So, I don't blame it. so uh, that was like a little challenge I was doing. If I had a stream ability to set up, I was actually going to stream it on Twitch for that. So I thought that would be a funny idea. Uh, my roommate actually came up with that. So I was going to do that, but didn't have anything set up. So I just kind of did it by my own, um, for my own record. So playing that, that's really it, to be honest. Uh, nothing too much to talk about because we talked about the main game that we've been uh playing so yes we did okay all right well let's get into feedback then we got two pieces of feedback the first is from rachel says hey guys rachel in cleveland here a couple of suggestions for anybody who likes documentaries uh cory i hope you're listening because i know you like documentaries also uh first is a youtube account summoning salt he does these videos about the history of world records in various games the first one i found was on mike tyson's punch out there was once a thriving community of people trying to figure out how to beat the various punch-out opponents as fast as possible down to the frame. Then this guy, Matt Turk, basically set uh, all these insane speed records and released the instructions for how he did it. People felt that was the apex and the community fell off. Then years later, these younger gamers discovered his records and instructions and decided to try to beat his records, and the community came back due to these guys streaming their efforts on Twitch. The story was cool and the doc was really well made considering it's just this guy making them solo. He has similar videos on world record progression of Castlevania, some of the Mario games, Mario Kart, etc. 
Second is any of the various documentaries on YouTube about the history of the game Tetris, the story of its development in the Soviet Union, Nintendo's efforts to get rights to use it, the popularity of it from Game Boy, the fall of the SU. It's got plenty of intrigue, corporate corporate espionage. One of the creators was later the perpetrator of a murder-suicide. Yeah, it's nuts. (laughs) That's all. Hope everyone out there is hanging in there. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, those are great suggestions, Corey. Once again, I hope you're listening. Um, that sounds like it's stuff that's up your alley. Um, I've actually I, heard I, of the I will definitely check channel, them out, by the way. I've heard... Hmm, I'm, I'm probably confusing it with something else. I feel like I've heard of it, but I, I think I am confusing it with something else. I will yeah, definitely no, check def- that definitely out, though. Definitely check them out, for sure. Yeah, the whole the whole speedrunning thing is fascinating to me, too. Um Oh, Summer Games Done Quick is probably coming up pretty soon here. That's usually at the end of June, right? Yep, and the next month they're doing it all um, virtually. COVID can't can't touch video games. No, no, it can't. Um, Some of the fun will be without the live audience won't be there, but it's it's still an awesome thing. And as I said, I'm I'm kind of fascinated now with speedruns. So uh, it's it's that's that's up my alley. I'll definitely check that out. Uh, and then the, yeah, yeah. Tet, the whole Tetris thing. That's something I've got to look more into. That's, that's crazy. I always like the, I'm fascinated by the development side of games because I think there's interesting stories that come out of development cycles that a lot of people don't hear about. So kind of yeah. the development of Tetris with the Soviet Union, like that's yeah. very, very fascinating to me. Well, I know I mean, that was one of the things Jason Schreier does is, is, he report he he re- reports some of those stories, which is which is really cool. I know his second book is coming out pretty soon, if it's not out already. Yeah, I hate that he's on Bloomberg. I think it's Bloomberg. Yeah, he let because, he left Kotaku because I'll never read any of his stuff just because I don't seek it out. But I know he's starting a new podcast with the other two that he was doing split screen. Yeah, with, yeah, so I am it's, interested in that. It's going to be the same thing because they've stopped doing split screen, right? Yeah, it's new people who have done it now. Okay. okay. So I unsubscribed because I don't like anybody else really on Kotaku other than like Fahey. Yeah, Fahey's, Fahey's good. Okay. All right, so those were great suggestions. Thank you, Rachel. We will... Uh, I'll, I'm definitely going to check that out, that stuff out. Ugh. All right. Tate says, Sup, gentlemen. Hope you're all doing well in this crazy world we live in. Good thing we have video games, right? I've been playing a mix of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Call of Duty Warzone, and NBA 2K20 to pass the time. I just beat the main story of Odyssey earlier this week, and it was amazing. Other than I screwed something up and got the bad ending. Other than that, it's such a good game. I'm almost all the way through all the cultists, and I just made it to the top of the mercenary ranks, only to find out there's even higher tiers after that, which is cool. I have all the DLC for it as well, so I'm excited to dive into Atlantis and the whole story. I'm curious what strategy you've used in Odyssey when you fight. My strategy goes like this. Sneak and assassinate first if they are stronger and don't die from it. I use the move where you stab them five times and gain the adrenaline slots with every stab. Then I have a fire mace I got off one of the highest tier mercenaries, and I use my ground pound flash move. I don't know what it's actually called. Uh, to knock them to the ground. And then I use the overpower move with right trigger and right bumper to do tons of damage and hopefully finish them off. It's worked awesome for me. I love the ship combat in the game, but honestly, I wish it was a little more in depth than it is. Maybe a little more incentive to actually do the ship combat more than just to get materials. Anyways, I love the game and I can't wait to put many more hours into it. Also, I've changed my gamer tag. 
Uh, oh, he says you can share that. I don't care. It's McGee for nothing. So that's who was messaging you the other day, Dan. Sorry if you were confused. Have a great week, guys. Tay right out. I actually I did know that was you. Uh, occasionally, I will go on the Xbox app on my phone when I'm bored, and I'll just look at what people have been doing on Xbox. And I did see that that was you because uh, I clicked on the name, I think, and it said, you know, Tate. So I was like, oh, Tate must have changed his name. So I, I, I did know that. But um, yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed. I think I saw that Tate got a, a Call of Duty Warzone win too no yep. way i, I i'm think, convinced nobody wins those <laughs> i think i think he posted on uh or i think he did a screen share thing from was he part of the Xbox. team that got like 121 kills i don't know maybe i did oh, see a, a team cool... that got 121 kills that's yeah. crazy that's insane a cool video where a team discovered some underground bunker and it was full of like legendary chests and stuff. Really? And that, wow. that no one knew about? A I nuke. Don't know, apparently. Yeah, there was a red button to nuke. That's cool. What? That is really cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I've watched I've watched some of the like top top streamers play quite a bit, like um uh, Nade Shot and and uh Tim the Tapman and um uh Ninja and they've only I've, the most I've seen them get is like seventy five or eighty kills. So would you say one hundred and twenty? As a team, yeah. As a team, yeah. That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's it was absurd. Like a little over one hundred and twenty. Wow. Okay. Did you guys <laughs> hear the rumor about the new Call of Duty? By the way, no. Mm-hmm. Going to be a Black Ops reboot. <laughs> oh really? Wait, wait, but wait, it was like Black Ops um... Cold War. Cold War, yes. Yeah. Huh. So Interesting. they're they're basically rebooting their successful Call of Duties now. <clears throat> yeah. They they uh, can. You no, know, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I hate that I'm excited for it. <laughs> really, I'm mad about that. I am oh. not good at that online multiplayer with the Black Ops games, though. I wasn't either. So I'm like more hesitant on this one, but I know I'm gonna buy it. Oh shoot! Um, that's the game giveaway stuff. Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I I'll play the Warzone when it comes out for a little bit. I'll get my butt kicked thoroughly, and I'll give up on it after about a month. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, I don't like this whole Warzone situation for yearly releases on games. I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, do you think they should just have like Warzone be like its own thing and not have? I do think that. Yes, that would make yeah. sense. That's what yeah. Fortnite does. That's what Apex does. There's the new one, the Amazon one, Crucible. Yeah, I don't think they can keep launching yearly Warzones. I just don't think that's viable, especially unless they're like this next. Well, yeah, if this next one maybe is optimized better, so it's not 200 gigabytes. I would be on board with that. Well, yeah, that would be a selling point. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like it. But it is a bit ridiculous. Okay, let's get into the game game giveaway, shall we? Yeah, so we got I'm really ups. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm, I'm really upset Corey's not here because my favorite thing on this podcast is Corey <laughs> being here for game giveaway. Yeah. And complaining about it. I have to get Corey's humble thing so I can send out the games that we need to send out. All right. One and two. One yep. Rachel, two Tate. And Correct. the winner is Rachel. Rachel. All right. So, Rachel, your choices are... Go ahead and roll, Will. Numero 90. 90. Oh, gone. First one. That's a bad sign. Do We we didn't get any blanks last week, did we, Will? Or just one? No. No, none. We got nope. all games. No blanks. That's my favorite one that happens. First one. <laughs> fire and blanks. 28. 28. Uh, Mirror's Edge. Oh. That's on origin, I believe. Good one. Okay. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Um, Dark Heritage Guardians of Hope. Don't know anything about that one. Dark... Okay. One oh one. One oh one. Chariot. Also, don't know anything about that one. I know a little bit about chariots. Actually, I think it was fairly, fairly well decent, reviewed. Decent game, yeah. Okay. One forty-one. One forty-one is Anomaly Korea. And last one. Wait, yes, last one. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Gone. Had to get another blank. <laughs> Number five. Five. Oh, that might. Uh, the Secret World. That game's no longer in existence, is it? Roll again. That, <laughs> no, that's... actually, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I thought they shut that one down. That was free anyway. I don't know why I still have that on the list. You know why? Because I'm not going to change it. That's why. 101. We got 101 already. Really? Yep. That was roll <laughs> number. Three. 72. 72. Gone. Come on. 130. 130. Gone. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Gunmetal Arcadia Zero. So your choices, Rachel, are Gunmetal Arcadia Katie or our Katie zero gunmetal Arcadia zero anomaly Korea chariot dark heritage or mirrors edge uh, let us know what or gone 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 definitely so let us know what you want and I will send that out uh Corey I need to get your steam code thing or not steam I'm sorry uh humble code so I can send out because I know one of the games tito wants so um yeah rachel let us know what you want uh next week's episode any ideas we can do the publisher developer ranking yeah um uh, what do we, we don't have what the golf you guys familiar with what the golf no it's a physics like comedy golf game if i end up buying that maybe we'll do an episode on that next week What's it's up? on it's on switch I think it's like on everything. I think it's been on PC for a while, but it's just coming to Switch. Um, 
but yeah, it, it looks like a, an enjoyable, like I said, funny physics, physics based golf game. Um, it's on the switch. It's $15. So I might end up buying that and playing it. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, we've got mine, Minecraft dungeons coming out pretty soon. So we could probably do an episode well, I on that. Actually play that one. I'm probably yeah. going to play Minecraft dungeons also. Same here. Um, how about episode 458, The State of the World? I don't know if I'd want to have an episode on that. That one would be the longest episode of all time. It probably would be. I think and it would overtake. And it would be a lot of grumpy old guys complaining about everything. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes, that episode would get taken down. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We, we, would, uh, we would get... Uh, uh, Twitch banned, be against Twitch's terms of service for being for 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 being too uh, too old. Complaining well, then we guys. Get to do the news cycle. Yeah. Um. Corey says he's excited for dungeons. I am also excited for Minecraft dungeons. Dan, uh, it's going to be a game pass. Harry Potter. Um. I yes, I I did I did watch the video and it looks awesome. I yeah. didn't look any further into it other than that because I think I have to have it on PC and I have it on our old our old touchscreen computer, uh, but I have to I've got to buy it for this computer and then I will definitely give it a shot because it looks awesome. It looks awesome. Let's all play Black Rock Galactic. Oh, was that what Tito was talking about last week or two weeks ago? Black Rock yeah, Galactic. Yeah. The mining game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks really cool. What um, is it? I, you know what? It's hard to explain, but you play as like a dwarf, and you have to go on like mining missions. Oh. And Tito had Tito had me bring up a video of it in one of the last episodes, and it looked awesome. Oh, cool! Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll have an episode. We'll be uh, live Thursday next week around nine, probably nine fifteen. So we will catch you then. Uh, that'll do it for episode four fifty seven of the Thumbs to Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Well. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.